Mike Draco. My man's moving too fast for me to even keep up tonight. Hey man, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. We're getting ready to go live with another episode of Shop Talk Sunday night in the Cycle Source Mobile Command Center. Getting ready to go live with this one. Just four minutes out. Kick back and relax and get ready. We got a great show tonight. Jeremy Valentine, Fort Wayne, Indiana. What's up, brother? Jeremy Sather, good evening. Minnesota checking in. Steve Henderson, hey now. Good to see you here. Hey, guys, give us a little shout out where you're watching from. We love to see all the different places show up around the country. It's fantastic. Around the world, if you're listening, it's going to be another Sunday night with Shop Talk. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Three and a half minutes. We're going live with this one. Hit the like and share button so everyone knows. Shop Talk coming at you. Man, look at all those names popping up. Ashley Woodford in the house. Adam Thompson. Anthony Robinson keeping that coffee coming. David Crumb, Butler, New Jersey. Heading it up. Our associate producer out in New Jersey. Mike Draco proudly representing Cincinnati. You guys are awesome. Two and a half minutes. Robin Cole. Where are you at? She didn't say. <laughs> All right, man. Two and a half minutes. We're going live with this one. We got a oh man. The weekend was fantastic. If you guys have been following along on our social media, we spent the weekend at Cape Cod, running around with Mr. Dave Pirowitz in the fall foliage run. Really good time up there. I appreciate everybody that had us up. I need to work on another article to submit. That's right. It's coming up. Deadlines right around the corner for the next issue of Cycle Source Magazine. We're two minutes out from Shop Talk. Going to be a great show. Dog sitting. The energetic dogs. Oh, Jesus. Listen, should I apologize now? Going live with Shop Talk. Two minutes. The countdown is on. So, yeah, man, like I said, we're back in the mobile command center, and that's not without a hiccup. After you don't use some tools like this for a little while, you get kind of rusty. We had some testing go on. If you guys are paying attention to any of that stuff, I apologize. We were testing to get our stream back in line because, believe it or not, this is not the same as having a satellite truck. God, I wish it was, but I wouldn't want to pay that bill. Killing anyway. One minute, and we're going live with this one. Iron Horse alone, Sturgis for sure. Can't wait for Sturgis next year. We got so much good shit we're working on. Kelly Weidman's back in the hot tub. I haven't seen that one for a while. So good to see you here. Back in the hot tub. Gary Barker, Long Beach. All right, man, 37 seconds. I think that's close enough to get this one out of the station, up onto the tracks. Let's go live with this week's Shop Talk. Here we go. 
Okay, scooter tramps and chopper jockeys from all across the land. It is just after 9 p.m. on the East Coast. That means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. Before I even get going on this one, we want to thank our studio sponsor, Dennis Kirk Motorcycles. We ship today as their motto, and man, they're not just our studio sponsor, but they saved my ass a time or two with that quick ship. And uh, sadly, Mark is off tonight. So it's just going to be me and Heather in the mobile command center for this week. You guys are going to have to put up with it without Mark's jocularity and and constant shining face and positive reinforcement. I know. I feel feel bad. We don't even have his stand-in with us. I know. We don't have the cardboard cutout. We don't have the monkey. Like... The monkey. What's up? Like... I, we need to bring one of those with us. This from is now on. this is what happens. Just this saying. is what happens when you when you leave the house with your ass on fire. Pack everything in the van and like hopefully we got it all. Well, I mean we had it all and then some, but we just forgot Mark. <laughs> Mark, right, so, I'm sorry. Listen, what do you think? So we're we're officially leaf peepers, right? Um, Up in the Cape or down the Cape? We, down we drove the cape. down the First Cape. Of all, it's down the Cape. Get it right. <laughs> Down the Cape. I don't care where you come from. You go down Cape. That's right. Um, I don't. It was still early for like foliage down there, but what a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Um, the riding was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. The people were fantastic. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is fantastic. So for all this time, we've been saying Kelly Weidman in the hot tub. Kelly Weidman coming in, watching from the hot tub or listening from the hot tub. Finally, David Crum is like, hey, we need some pictures of this hot tub. He says back, David Crum, you may not like it. I'm a guy with a girl's name. <laughs> so what's wrong with that? I might like it. Robin might like it. Booyah! Ashley might like it. Lindsay might Booyah! like it. It's not all about what you guys want. Just oh, saying. Okay, here we go. So back to the motorcycle programming. Um, I was telling you guys we're we're back in the mobile command center, and that, that's because like the year is coming to an end, but everything is winding up for us. We got killer, killer stuff going on, and uh, I think we're pretty much going to be on the road for the rest of the year. So. I know. I know. We're actually in my mother's driveway. After my sister tried to put us in a food coma today. Oh, buddy. So, like, I all we've done all weekend is eat. Um, and But we're going to go from here to Florida, to Texas, yeah, to man. maybe Arizona, maybe Mexico. Everybody, root for Mexico for Heather. And then maybe California. Like, we just going to go on tour. Yep. Lots of great motorcycle stuff happening throughout the hour. We're going to get you guys a ton of events. We have a, a killer program, two fantastic guests. We have Edge, the the originator, commander-in-chief at, at Smokeout, is coming on for uh, for an update about that. And we have Jason Mook coming on to tell us about the FXR showdown. And that's, uh, that's heating up good. You know, between us and Torque, we've been covering a lot of that stuff already, but we're going we're gonna to establish a base for that. You guys are going to start seeing a ton of content come out through all of our social media as that thing starts to heat up. But top builders like killer killer guys and they're all putting fxrs together it's a great program sponsored by law tigers and we're going to get to all of that but uh real quick we're going to take a break and start the show off with uh i think maybe a little bit of um shop talk tech so stick around let's do some tech
Hey, what's up, man? It's Chris from Cyclosaurus Greasing Gears Garage, and we're back on this old shovel head. Um, gotta hurry up and get this out because this weekend we're going up to Boston, actually outside of Boston, and we're going to do uh, a teardown of the motor and the transmission with Rich Petoniak or Shovelhead Rich, as he's been dubbed with. All right, man. So I'm just going to take you guys on the ride as we're tearing this dirty old shovel head down okay so real quick we got the fluid drain i'm gonna knock off the outer primary grab the guts of the primary the chain and the uh, clutch basket and sprocket and we're gonna take off the inner primary start getting all of the motor mounts loose all the rest of the knickknacks knocked off starter stuff like that that might still be in the way and uh you know, within that time, probably ready to get the transmission out. Pretty simple operation there. And then we're gonna roll over to the banks lift, get our banks lift set up. If you guys have followed this, this was 2019's shop product of the year, the Banks Brothers Motorcycle Engine Lift. Super easy to use this thing. You get the, the right hands on the end of it, bring it in to the cylinders it holds against the pressure of the v so it naturally holds you put the hands up against the cylinder <clears throat> tighten it down so that the hands are in a good position to grab the cylinders lock the posi lock then we're literally just going to jack it up a little bit and you can see that it naturally starts to swing and by myself with no one else in the shop I'm pulling the motor out of the shovel head. From there you can roll this thing over, put it up on your, your motor bench, put it down on the floor, wherever you need to take it. Great tool. Okay, so I said that was a tech. It was kind of a tech slash product, but, um, you know, seriously... To be able to, to take a motor out, dirty old motor, throw it in the truck, take the truck to the car wash, spray it all off, and, and start working on it. It was killer to show you the banks lift, but the, the shovel head at that point was underway. Um, anybody who saw what we did with that, with the bike that ended up in Sturgis, I can't even believe it was the same motorcycle. Right. So can I tell you, I kind of felt like you playing that video was like the mirror at the restaurant the other night <laughs> because you were watching Sturgis live in the background while you were doing the tech. And I'm like, what is going on? Like it was, yeah, I was born blonde. Thank you. And in, in the original video too, I talked, I talked about it, but we we cut all that part out. So if you guys get a chance over on uh, vimeo our sturgis live we did 80 years in a day it was a killer documentary that the whole crew from cycle source put together on the 80th anniversary of sturgis I, I suggest you take some time and go over and watch it but before we get too far into the show tonight i am gonna bring mr greg shore on edge as he's been known throughout smoke out land and we're going to talk about some news about smoke out which is going to be killer but let's go to him right now and bring him in and get this started. Edge, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good, man, good. And so glad you're here tonight. We got killer news. It's going to be awesome. But I got to tell you, like, 
you kind of play the straight man, right? Anybody that's known you for a long time, like you, you're not easily excitable. It doesn't seem like you know you don't you don't play grab ass a lot. So I asked Edge to do a video and send in for us about the smokeout, and I was like, Heather actually said it. She was like, "Oh my God, where did all this personality come from?" I but I meant that in the nicest way. Like, <laughs> I, I wait a minute, back up. You just totally Thanks, made Heather. me sound like an ass, Edge. I adore you, but your video was great, and like I just didn't expect that. I think from anybody, but talk about he just backed the bus up over me. No, come on. You said you mm-hmm. you said the, the the nicest thing. You said you adored him. Let's here. Let's watch the video. Hang on. Hey, this is Edge with the smokeout. I hope you've gotten the good news by now that the smokeout will continue with Cycle Source magazine. Cycle Source has been there all along from nearly the very beginning, and uh, the smokeout is back. The smokeout is back smokeoutrally.com so that's the, the big news is that it's coming back in 2022 but the big news today the reason I'm shooting this today is because so many of people have said it's time to get for, together for a beer and I can't agree more so we're all going to get together at Willie's Tropical Tattoo during Biketoberfest that's October 14th at Willie's Tropical Tattoo at 2 p.m. We're going to drink a toast. And if you want to be the Toastmaster, go to smokeoutrally.com and, and uh, find out what you have to do to become the, the Toastmaster. But on October 14th at 2 p.m., we're going to get together at Willie's Tropical Tattoo and we're going to drink a beer. beer. <laughs> we're going to get together and we're going to have... Uh, a beer and that'll be the 2021 smoke out and we'll have t-shirts there and everything uh, but until that time until that time may your pockets be heavy may your hearts be light and may your bike kick start on the first time amen to that I like cops. Now here's here's the thing. A couple of things you got to note right off the bat. First of all, whoever your prop man was, like riding a motorcycle and you got props rolling up. But what kind of baller does a cat have to be to have a beer with his name on right? it? Right? Yeah. How did you get beer with your own name on it? Like that was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, I want beer with my name on it. Actually, can I have vodka with my name on it? <laughs> I should take some cred for that, but I can't because I went in. I was going to get a 40-ounce because I thought it would look cool, and uh, they had Edge beer, and I'm like, sure. That works perfectly. Like, seriously? <laughs> See, that just goes to show how awesome you are. They named a beer after you. No, but listen. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they were thinking. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> was it good beer at least? That's where you say it was it the best bad. beer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 10 in the morning, every beer is pretty tasty. So. <laughs> of course, a friend of mine once said, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's so. right. Valid? <laughs> so that this, this, was, this was all done in fun, obviously, but it was to announce the fact that for everybody that's been wondering what's going on with Smokeout, and, you know, we've been leaving little pieces of information out here and there, and I can't get over the excitement 
but rather than let even one moment lapse in the in the historic timeline of smokeout there will be in fact a smokeout 21 yeah we just want to get together for a beer um you know willie's uh has been like a second smokeout home forever and it just seems so fitting especially willie's had some health challenges lately and we've all been praying for him and he's done so much for the biker community and he brings in smoke out type bikes forever this is a perfect fit at a perfect time for us to just kind of get together and um and and it's a place to talk and and get ready for uh the the big event in 2022 but um no no sense letting that time go by another year go by let's get together and uh you know raise a glass Absolutely. And I mean, the the thing to talk about here, too, is the fact that, you know, and and we're getting a real sense of this even more than, you know, like you like you said in the video, we've been involved almost since the beginning, but even more of a sense now of what a community this is and what a family it is around this event. As we start putting the details together, you know, p- trust me when I tell you plenty of people have reached out and said, hey, man, you know, glad to hear that the smoke out's going to be coming back, but do me a favor and don't F this up, you know, like make sure do this. Don't do that. I have a list for you bands. We'd like to see like everybody's reaching out. Trust me. But because of that, I can see the obligation of like, Hey, we're all going to get together. We're going to have, we're going to have a drink. We're going to celebrate, you know, that the, the smoke out's still going and you're absolutely right. What better place than Willie's? So you'll appreciate this because you're a writer and, and every little word has a nuance of meaning. Um, I always felt I was I, 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 the, the word I really like for my role in the smokeout was always curator more yeah. than any other word because I just felt like it was my job to take care of this precious thing that other people had a lot to do with curator is a really good word because you know the people that come bring the crazy we, yeah. <laughs> we just take care of it no no absolutely man absolutely so this is this is one of the bottom lines about this we are legitimately looking for a toastmaster and and when we say that we're looking for the person to write the official 2021 smoke out toast you know whatever limerick however you want to whatever phrase you want to coin we're looking for the best one of those. You can DM us through every one of our means. You can email us directly how you can call the office or, or put a self-addressed stamped envelope on it and, and send it in, whatever the hell you have to do. But we're going to pick one person to stand up before God and everyone at Willie's and not only deliver that toast and celebrate Smoke Out 21, but at that very moment, we're going to be live all over the world on social media, and we're going to announce the dates right there that day. Thank goodness, because I think there may be anarchy if we don't announce the dates. <laughs> yeah, look, the comments like, are rolling seriously? up right now. Where's the dates? Where's the dates? <laughs> like, people are calling the office, like, smoke out? Smoke out? What are the dates? I'm like, dude, we'll tell you. I promise. It's not a national secret. It's not. We're just trying to get our shit together. That's the truth about that. Well, if we wait till that happens, it's never going to happen. It'll be like two seconds before the event, and it'll be like... <sighs> You can't say that in front of Edge. We told him hey, we got this. He, Jason Edge, Edge has there. known can, you long enough. Can we make Jason give a practice toast? Or like yes. right on the spot. Just totally hit him 
out of the blue. Here's your toast. Here's your toast at Willie's. Go. You need a toast for me? Yeah. Am I? Yeah, just make one. Oh, 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 well. You're on the spot. Well, I've, I've got a PBR right here, so I'm I'm ready. Go ahead. Let, let's hear it. let's hear your best smoke out 2021 toast. If you were the toastmaster, let's hear it. Here's to the bee that bit the bull and started the bull a bucket. But here's to the bitch that bit the apple and started the whole world. <laughs> Can I say that? Can I say? Are, are we censored? Can no, I say? No, it? you're not censored. All right. And started the whole world fucking. Oh man. Is that <laughs> Dude, no, no, no it was, not, it was pretty good. good. I mean, listen, you set the bar. You set the bar. Now this is <laughs> this is a, where we're at. If somebody thinks they can bring it better than Jason, we want to see it. <laughs> All right, Rob oh. Nussbaum is watching. I want Rob Nussbaum's toast. Rob, put it in the comments. Yeah. I know you got something, dude. You know he w- he would bring it as Christopher Walken. <laughs> Can you type in does, and some more cowbell? Can you type in Christopher Walken? If anybody could, he could. Oh man, so that's that's awesome, dude. That's awesome that that you're doing this. I mean, this I think for a lot of people, this just goes to show your your commitment and how much this event meant to you over the years. That you know, even in even in the changing of the guard, and again, we're we're so grateful and so honored that you know you picked us to do this with. And uh, you know, I'm I'm thrilled that something's going to be going on at Willie's that we can we can help celebrate not missing a year. I'm I'm absolutely thrilled about it, and especially like with Willie and and everything. I got a quick, totally not related story, but I got to tell you. So you said drop it down and pick up the stuff so we can do this. Yeah. Like so, Robin comes from the head office. I, don't, I have no idea what y'all think about. Like, you know, me. So uh, Robin calls and I said, hey, Robin, you can you don't have to get a hotel. You can stay here. And she's like, she literally says, man, Edge, I, I really don't know you. You might be some kind of weird freak. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did not. She's, yes. Yeah. She goes, I, I, I don't know you. Why don't I just um, come on down and I'll look around for a bit. And let you know. <laughs> so she goes down. She stays about an hour. And she's like, you know, I think I got a friend like about an hour away. <laughs> I'm out of here. I was like, based on what you said earlier, I'm like cracking up. <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't pass the test. <laughs> it's so funny. I could, can't wait to go on the show. And like, I, I know she really had a friend, but. It was really funny. You know what? That's funny. You know what I think the the truth is though. She was she was really really bummed. We were originally supposed to have a gig with the uh, the motorcycle cannonball, and I think Robin was super bummed that we weren't there. She ended up she ended up making it on her own. She took the van and she was like, "Hey, you know, do you guys care if I stop for an extra day?" And we were like, "No, nah, go ahead." But I think that was the deal. Anyway, hopefully we'll. Uh, I was just. It was just funny. I was like, uh, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> Willie's man, um, and I really hope somebody can write a, like a like a serious like I think we have a hundred and fifty word limit, but yeah. you could do a really cool uh, toast that maybe involves uh, some past uh, smoke out lore or something that happened. I don't know. Michael Ballard um, just s- just threw Jesse James Dupree's name into the hat for this. really, yeah. 
Hey. Michael, we're counting on you to make that happen. No shit. Like, the heavy you hitters. put it out there. That would be awesome. That's cool. Right? Yeah. So Mark Mark chimed in here, right? Oh, he said about you with the beer. He said, now if Edge would have pulled out a smoke out beer, I'd have had to said he was a god. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make I'm that work happen? on that? Yeah, right on, man. Well, listen, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for for checking in with us, and we're gonna have um, we're gonna have a really good time down in Florida. You guys all make sure that you that you come by Willie's for the day, spend the day with us, but specifically be there at two o'clock. Do not be late for that. We're gonna do a worldwide toast to Smoke Out Twenty One, and uh, maybe slightly before that, we'll put up a few of the the would be Toastmasters entries and see see how we're doing with that. Awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. I can't, I'm really looking forward to this. Thank you for having me on. Ed, I and, promise uh, I didn't tell Robin you were a serial killer. It was just funny. <laughs> I think for a little while, cops, I, I think for a little while, Robin might have thought we were serial Maybe. killers. That's quite possible. Huh? <laughs> She's like, these people never sleep. All they do is work. There's something wrong with it's them. It's a cult. It's a cult. <gasps> it's Chopper Cult. <laughs> <gasps> now I know where that name came from. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you in Daytona. Hey, take it easy. Have a good one. All right, good, dude. So, can we talk? Are you, did you decide? Can we talk if here? It was, can we talk here? Can we talk here? Oh my God! I just said that. <laughs> did you decide if you could talk? If you were going to talk about your souvenir from Connecticut? My suit? Oh no! Damn it! I don't have it here. You no, you do, isn't it in the front? Yeah, we got to get it. We'll get it. Listen, okay. uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're I, doing. Should have kept Edge. We're doing this new feature, Edge. If you're watching, stay, stay tuned because we had something happen to us in Connecticut, and I want to talk about the irony of the world today. We're not going to get political. It could very easily go there, but we're not going to. I just want to talk about people's irony, the bullshit that comes out of their mouth that they refuse to let go into their ears. So don't go anywhere. We're going to do our new feature, the um, the video feature bike. When we come back, we're going to talk some shit. Stick around. You're watching Shop Talk. custom built on a Paco frame with a Sportster engine. I did it about six years ago for um, the big mountain run for the uh, Sportster Challenge. And actually, we're the ones we came up with the idea for the Sportster Challenge. Kick our own asses a little bit and get our bikes done. Made a couple of the buddies. He said it's Paco frame. I picked the frame up from a buddy of mine, Poncho from Ohio. Flat fender that a guy at work gave me. Another guy that we worked with had passed on to him came off of his pan head. The gas tank uh, RJ from Cutting Edge Customs gave me. A lot of the fab work up there, I was learning a lot from RJ. The headlight, I have a pair of them, it's one of the driving lights off one of my dad's old pickups. Bob Streets, when he painted the bike for me, cleaned up the headlight and he painted the bucket. He called me and he said, you know, this headlight is solid brass. And it apparently was a boat light. Well, I even found the logo in it, so he taped off the logo in it, painted the bucket black like I wanted, and then cleared the whole thing and sealed it so the logo's still in there. So many friends came in to uh, help me. The bike's called Brother Love. All the brothers that came together to help me put this bike together. It's a Sportster engine that I basically just built out of bits and pieces that I had gathered over time. The lead sled pan rocker box to it, and the lead sled kicker kit to it. A Bung King 
oil tank kit, all sissy part. I just picked up some round stock and some stainless bungs from Bung King and we bent that up at RJ's shop. Everybody keeps asking about the floorboards because they have the shape of the Harley floorboards, but they're smaller. Literally took stock Harley floorboards and sectioned about an inch and a half, two inches out of the middle of them and welded them back together and then we made our own controls off of them there. There's all the questions out and about about the uh, up the DNA springers. Were they strong? Were they strong? Six years it's been my daily ride. Build our own little gusset block and it more to make it, I mean, it added some strength to it, but the gussets added a little shape and, and design to them was what we're really going for when we added that. It's a kick-only bike. We moved the starter and went with a small AGM battery mounted on the side and built a tray that, go, that bolts into the starter position. I actually did the chop on the cam cover. Small one with Harbor Freight upright metal cutting bandsaws. It has zippers, adjustable push rods in it. It's an old LaPera seat that I stumbled across place up in Morgantown, West Virginia called Smack Jack and Whack. Recovered it and then they put foam in the vinyl when they stitched the, the diamond pattern in to make it pop a little bit. If we were doing the handlebars on it, hour or so just working back and forth exactly where my hands were going to be perfect and then we welded up the bars. You try to hold your feet up and you can't until we were piling blocks up to get my feet exactly where I wanted them and what angle I wanted them. Everything on the bike is basically built around me. I love riding this motorcycle. The Sportster is a great platform to build a custom off of. Have you built a bike you'd like to show off? Would you like it showcased on an awesome website and have a shot at some sick prizes? Then GarageBuild wants to see your ride. It's super easy. Just go to garagebuild.com, enter your information and share your stories. Don't forget to upload your photos and videos and tell us what it took to build your ride. Your build could be featured on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. And some might even make it into CycleSource magazine. Everyone that submits a build will receive a free GarageBuild hat and a chance at a $250 Dennis Kirk gift card. After you've entered your build, support your fellow builders by rating and commenting on your favorite bikes. If you're not a builder and you still want to participate in the action, go to view the builds on Garage Build's site. Let the owners know what you think of their unique rides by rating and commenting. Enter your email address for a chance to win a $100 Dennis Kirk gift card. Don't forget to follow Garage Build on Facebook and Instagram. You just might see your ride featured. There's gonna be two contests per year. So head over to DennisKirk'sGarageBuild.com now for your chance to win. I'm Dylan with Dennis Kirk. We'll see you guys next time. This is Rick from RKB and you're watching Shop Talk. We're the Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We understand the challenges riders face every day. As riders, we want to share the road and be seen by motorists. Remaining visible is critical to our safety and well-being. That's why we work tirelessly to promote motorcycle safety and awareness. We're proud to support our community that includes riders of all stripes. If you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. Okay, welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Studio. I'm your host, Chris Callen. Thanks for being here with us on this Sunday evening. We are getting ready to get shitty about how ridiculous the world is today. So, dig it. This is what's going on. I'm painting the picture. Everyone's talking mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. 
get fired, don't get fired. The whole thing's a blur. We're not going to talk about the politics of it. We're just going to talk about the irony, the unmitigated bullshit that comes out of everyone's mouth when they want to be critical of one thing but can be blind to another. Heather and I were on our way to Cape Cod to go to a fantastic event put on by Dave Pirowitz for 28 years. 28 years now, Heather? Yeah, this year was 28 years. Um, the fall foliage run. And we stopped at a gas station. Just a simple roadside stop like you do. We got diesel fuel. Like we get right something to drink. Highway, Everybody takes a pee. And there on the counter, with all the other bullshit you can buy at any convenience store across the country, is an oversized toothpick dispenser. You know, you hit the roll and a little toothpick rolls down. But in this one, instead of toothpicks rolling down, is this glass crack pipe that you can purchase for $3. And they're proud of it. I mean, proud enough that there's a logo painted on it and it says, you know, fine handcrafted glass. Now, there was no flour in it. There was no, they were making no bones about what this is for. It's like you $3. could get dentine, a Reese's peanut butter cup, a crack pipe, Rice Krispie treat. So the only thing I'm saying about the irony of the world today is, shouldn't we really take a look around before before we're going to get shitty about everything else, about anything else? Should we should we not say that? Okay, maybe crack pipes in convenience stores not such a great thing. So, and I have to tell you, like during the whole process. Chris is like dumbfounded and I'm like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And he's like, shut up. Just shut up. Wait till we get outside. I'm like, but I don't understand. He's like, just shut up. And he puts it on the counter like a little kid who's like, I, was like, oh, I, have I don't to know buy if you're old enough I have to, to buy this. this. I have to buy this. He like but slides it at the clerk like all nice and slow and he's like looking at him like, is this okay? Is this okay? Right. Like, I can actually buy this here. You're actually going to let me buy a crack pipe. Yeah, like that's $2.99, please. And we're like, Damn. So anyway, man, let's let's get off of that because the the world's a sick place. That's all I'm saying. Uh, thank God for motorcycles because it keeps us all sane. But Connecticut, right? I mean, you do you, boo, up there. <laughs> Mark, he was so excited to call me and text me. And no, Ashley, they did not ID. Like I said, it was Dentine Ice, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, hey, Crack Pipe. Take in, your in pick. all fairness, there was a sign on the side of the case that said. Minors may not purchase this product. So, oh, I, you know, mm. there's there's some social responsibility going on. All right, man. Hey, listen, um, bunch of builders are getting together doing FXR builds. The FXR Friends Showdown, Throwdown, Throwdown. Bro I'm down, sorry. Throwdown. I'm saying it wrong. But uh, we're going to go to the airways right now, bring in Jason Mook, who got this whole shit show started. And we're going to talk about who's bringing their A game and who's going to wait to the last minute. All right, what's up? Hey, what's up, Chris? So how, how did how did how did you get into this? Um, You're in deep. I'm in deep. And first of all, <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, I'm, I'm going to back up a little bit. I'm a huge fan of the Smokeout. Okay, I went to the Smokeout. My first one, what I think was 2006, and you know we rolled in. And there was a guy on a Sportster, okay, and he and he was pulling a couch behind his Sportster, <laughs> and the and the couch was on fire. Oh, and I was and I was like, oh yeah, 
we are in the right fucking place. We're right where we need to be right That's now. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I brought my old 77 FLH jockey shift kick only. I, I loved it, and I had an awesome weekend. Rebel Sun was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of those guys, and so I just, I just had to, I just had to put that out to Edge. I mean, Edge, get Rebel Sun back there, man. I, I love that event. And I know I'm halfway across the country, but God willing, and the creek don't rise, I am coming to the smokeout yes. of 2022. Yes, I sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So is it, anyway, is, is it bad that as soon as you start telling that story, me, like every other listener across the United States that's, that's tuned in right now, knows that exactly you were talking about Pat Patterson? <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. So uh, the FXR Friends Throwdown. I want to know how many uh, PBRs you had had when you came up with this idea. Uh, you know, that there the PBR is definitely involved. So <laughs> so uh, Paul Yaffe, uh, uh, my gosh, he's, he's kind of like a mentor to me, but he's a really good friend. And, and, you know, and him and Susie, and I just, I love them. Uh, so much and Paul and I talk pretty much every day you know on the phone and uh, they refer to my shop as as Bagger Nation North you know and it's a fun it's a funny thing and and so I'm I I scored this FXR that was kind of in pieces it was kind of a a basket you know a different motor drivetrain and and frame and and I just kind of wanted to pull out all the stops and just build something completely out of my comfort zone. You know, with me, yeah, I like rigid. I like, I like, you know, choppers. I like springers, you know, I, and so I'm, I'm going to build this FXR that's flashy and, you know, kind of a West coast style, which I am not. And so I knew Paul had about, uh, I don't know, like four or five uh, FXRs, projects he was working on i knew he had definitely three and so we're sitting in the shop and we're you know my shop and we're jaw jacking and i'm like you know we should just do kind of a fun friendly build off you know not a competition just you know and i gotta be out of my mind right because who the fuck is gonna challenge paul yaffe to a build right i mean i i i mean i'm losing it so so Paul's kind of looking at me and he's smiling. He's like, all right, yeah, let's do it. So literally, uh, a, you know, Paul and Susie and Ari and they all, they all left and it was a couple days later and I'm, I'm sitting over at saloon number 10 after work, uh, enjoying a PBR. And, uh, I called Paul out in a fun, friendly way, you know, on Instagram, like, Hey, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's have a, uh, 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 FXR build off. And Paul texts me literally like, you know, 20 minutes later, he's like, all right, all right, fucker. Like, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, and, and, and so it was just going to be Paul and I, but then clock, uh, who got, I think the world of Brian clock, he's just such an awesome dude. He's so intelligent. He's such an innovator. And Brian Clock saw the post and he's like, wait, wait a minute. What about me? You know, I, I want in. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So then Curtis Hoffman saw it 
and he's like, what, 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 wait, don't forget about me. And then Jeff Zelinsky's uh, folks up at NAMS, you know, uh, kind of volunteered him for it, you know. So, all right, here we go. So now the <laughs> start to roll, you know, and we've got five of us. And uh, so, so I called Nick Trask because, you know, I mean, it's fucking Nick Trask. And I, I called Nick. Every time I call Nick, he always answers first ring on his cell phone. And I, and I, I, I love that because usually it's a tech question, you know, but uh, I call Nick and I'm like, hey, brother, we're kind of like doing this thing. And he's like, yeah, he didn't even hesitate. He's like, yeah, yeah, mate, I'm in. Let's do it. You know, um, so it was that was my best Nick Trask impression, by the way. It was, <laughs> but uh, so all of a sudden now I look at and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? You know, I mean. Jesus, I'm, I'm just a measly little shop owner here. And, and what, it, what it makes me think of, okay, what it makes me think of is when I was, a, I, what, some of my first memories, you know, being alive is wrestling. I grew up in Pennsylvania. I grew up in Northwestern Pennsylvania. I was, I was born in Meadville, you know, so shout out to the, uh, yeah, shout out to the PA boys there. I, uh, I, I, some of my first memories are doing Granby roles. You know, I was a wrestler from all the way from, from whatever, five years old up high. And when I was in high school uh, and we would start going into the sectionals and districts and regionals and stuff, we would go wrestle uh, these guys in the city at a, at a very, very, very big school where they recruited guys, you know, to, to wrestle and they had scholarships. It was a private school. And and we would ask the coach, we're like, coach, why can't we just wrestle each other? You know, why, what, what's the big deal? And he said, you know, if all you ever do is wrestle the same shit, you'll just be the king of Turd Mountain. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, so, you know, why not little old Jason from Deadwood, South Dakota, calling out you know, not really calling out, but, 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 but reaching out to the, the, some of the greatest bike builders in the country and throwing my hat in the ring, you know, why not? Well, dude, I mean, listen, you know, all, all kidding aside, because, you know, everyone that's in that group, you, you guys all know each other. What, what really is the important thing to say here is this is how, this is how special the industry that we're all part of is. You know what I mean? Because the performance thing is coming on like crazy. You know, FXRs and Dinas and performance baggers, and that's all going, going like nuts. So, of course, everybody that's doing this stuff all the time either has a project off to the side or has their eye on a project because at the end of the day, and we talked about this in some of the meetings for this thing, at the end of the day, you have to love this. If, if you're doing this for longer than three, four, five, eight years, you know, you're getting into decade, two decades, you have to love it because you have to be able to go back to the well of passion to get you through the shitty times. And there's many of them. And it's things like this that, you know, that those guys that you, that you talk about, they're some of the greatest builders that have ever been, but they're also leaders of their community, you know, for doing things like this, for showing people, you know, how much fun you can have doing this with a bunch of guys, everybody being, you know, slap ass and, and busting each other's balls. Well, Chris, you honestly, you don't know how right you are. 
I mean, I swear to God, I mean, on so many fronts, because, um, you know, we kind of made a rule and, and it's like, this is not a competition. The, at the end of the day, this is about six friends, you know, six hamsters, six, six builders that are literally just, you know, doing it for the love of motorcycles and for the love of riding. And, 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 and you, you said it, I mean, I, I, uh, I was talking to my guys the other day, you know, we have a morning meeting every, every morning in the shop. And I always have like, for example, I have a shovel head, you know, uh, 16 over chopper rigid. I'm building, I've got a little pan head that I'm trying to do like a hydro glide and, and, and the guys, you know, ask about this. I'm like, listen, I have to do these things because as soon as it becomes just about business and about making money, then mm. I've lost, I've lost my way. You know, I mean, to me and to the guys in my shop in my shop here in Deadwood, it's always going to be about the motorcycles. You know, it's always about motorcycles. I mean, it's not about the lower right-hand corner, like fuck that, you know, that just do what you love and the money's going to follow. You know, I mean, it's it, just don't worry about that shit. You know, we are so blessed. We're so fortunate. And 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 Chris, I Heather, I got to tell you guys, like, I admire, you know, your tenacity. I admire what you do. Um, I mentioned to Heather, you know, uh, the other day that I I was in the motorcycle magazine industry for a little while. You know, I. uh I uh, I wrote tech editorial for Maverick Publishing, and and I get it. You know the the what you guys have to do. I mean, that's a to, hustle. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's there's no break. It's go 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 go, and just when you think you have a break, now you got to write some shit down, right, and get it out there. And I've been a fan of Cycle Source, you know, from the beginning. Like I I actually think I have the first publication. Oh, I remember no, wow. I was, no, I have one. I have hey, one. Hey, you know, a lot of those, a lot of those burn up in the fire. Like we had a, yeah. we had a huge fire and, and the first couple years of magazines, there's so few of those out there because most of them, most of them burn up in the fire. Well, look, I'm a subscriber, you know, and, and I all, but I mean, I, a long ago, I used to buy that off the, off the rack, you know, and I bought it every single month. And I got to tell you, I mean, like, you guys, what you're doing, uh, gosh, I mean, my hat's off to you. I just, I, I, I totally appreciate your, you know, your just drive and your vigor and the way that you guys just get after it. And well, I, I want to have you on our podcast. You know, we have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and we don't, we don't YouTube it because, as I always say, you know, I have a, I have a radio face. <laughs> You know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm better voice only, but uh, I want to, I want to get our podcast, uh, get you guys on it and just talk about just the amazing shit that's like, you like, oh. you guys are just badass. I mean, it. listen, we're blessed and I, and I love, I love your, I love your words. I love the praise, man. But let's, let's go back and talk about you because this is the first time that we're really having you on the show and having an opportunity to talk about who you are. So take us through. Take us through a little bit of your history in the shop and, and help us introduce you to everybody that's that's watching tonight. Uh, okay. Well, um, 
<laughs> uh, there's a picture of me and old Bert. God, I love Bert Baker. He's like one of my favorite people. Yeah, on the buddy, one hundred percent real. Oh, that man, man, right there. That that man. <laughs> you know, and what's awesome is is uh, you know, in my shop here in Deadwood, and Bert Baker comes walking in, and like all my guys and like all the people hanging out are just like, that's Bert fucking Baker right there, and he comes <laughs> up and gives me a big hug, you know, but um. Well, let's see. So, I, so I, I served in the Marine Corps uh, for 10 years. And when I got out, um, I didn't really have a plan. I was supposed to go work at a, a, a Southside Harley-Davidson in Virginia Beach um, as a tech. I was wrenching on bikes in my garage. You know, I was obsessed. I'm that guy. I like I am obsessed with shovel heads. I really am. I mean, I'm just I, I, I don't know what it is. I think because. When I was a little, you know, five-year-old window licker, you know, that was the bike <laughs> that was in, that was out on the street. You know, there was that, that FLH and that and that Super Glide and you know that low rider. And I just, I just became obsessed with everything related to Harley Davidson, and uh, I really wanted to learn everything I could. Um, so, long story short, I, uh, I. I married a gal who had started a shop and she was really kind of in over her head. Uh, we were, we were dating at the time. Um, I think uh, she was, she's a great gal, but she kind of got into the whole thing for the, you know, for the wrong reasons. And uh, so obviously nine 11 hit and uh, I had a skill set. So I contracted for the government for uh, another the other government agency. And, um, I used that money to start a shop. And that was, that was my passion, um, to start a shop and, and, uh, learned a lot of really, really, really hard, expensive lessons, you know, and I was in it, uh, during the chopper days. And, um, you know, I had some really good help. I had uh, a mentor, a guy that, you know, I thought, you know, I thought I, I was smart enough to realize that I know uh, nothing. You know, you know, I, I realized that you know you don't know what you don't know, and and so I leaned on this guy and I mentored under him for a couple of years, and he was an old school, you know, he was an old school wrench. You know, um, I took apart my first my first five speed, and uh, and uh, I had it all laid out nice and neat, and I had everything you know just covered and aligned, and everything was perfect. And uh, he picked it all up and he threw it in a box. And he was like, if this was fucking Harley school, this is the way you'd have to do it, you know? And I'm like, all right, yeah, right on. And, you know, um, so my first shop was in Virginia Beach and I woke up one day and I realized that I just didn't care for Virginia Beach. So uh, I moved down to a place that was always near and dear to my heart, Charleston, South Carolina. And gosh, you know, Charleston... Just, just the jewel of the South, you know. I yeah, mean, just buddy. So many amazing people there, and and I loved it. Um, obviously, the the girl I was dating, I married, it didn't work out, and uh, so I got into a really bad motorcycle wreck. I was riding my uh, my rigid shovel head Springer chopper that Dave Perowitz painted, by the way, and I I felt like you know I had literally just like I was on top of the world. Because Dave Perowitz painted a bike for me. And, yeah. you know, Scott, 
it was the most gorgeous paint job you'd ever seen or heard about. And I was, I was rolling along one Friday night and I got ran off the road, um, put into the median and I was dead. I, I was wow. dead in the middle of highway 17. Wow. Um, yeah, no heartbeat, no pulse. Now here's a guy that's been in Afghanistan and been in Iraq and been in some real shit shows. And I'm going to die in the middle of highway 17, you know, uh, in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Well, a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a uh, passerby nurse and her boyfriend, uh, he had just bought a Corvette that day. They saw the whole thing. He parked his Corvette so that, uh, like long ways in the, in the lane, so that uh, I wouldn't get run over. And she brought me back to life. You know, she resuscitated me. And uh, I would have died because the ambulance took uh, 17 minutes to get there. You know, um, so that makes you reevaluate life a little bit, you know, and I had always loved the Black Hills. I came up here for the rally, you know, like 10 years in a row. And I, I just I was so in love with it. And so I managed the only bike I could hold up, you know, because the, the accident was in May. The only bike I could hold up was my 89 FXR. And I took my little cane and I strapped it to the handlebars and we came up to uh, the rally. And, that same uh, year? Yeah, same year. Yeah, like wow. you know, two, three months later, I was, I was walking with a cane. Um, I, was, I was just all fucked up. So um, I came up here and uh, I said to Dave Withrow, the Maverick Publishing, obviously they're no longer around. Um, but I said, man, if I could live in the Black Hills, I'd do it in a minute. And he called me out. And so um, uh, I, long story short, I relocated everything up here to, to Black Hills Choppers. I rebranded it to Black Hills Cycles. Shop did very well. Shop did very well. Um, and the, the long and short of it is, is that my life was in Deadwood. I mean, I had met my wife uh, now, Charlie. And my God, I, you flashed some pictures up of her and... She, there she is. Yeah. She is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. She is, she is literally my life. And I, I always say, you know, nothing's real until I tell Charlie, you know? Um, so, uh, I wanted a shop in Deadwood. I knew a shop in Deadwood would make it. So in June of 2000, I'm sorry, in January of 2018, I, uh, I, I did it. I went back out on my own. I, 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 uh, I rolled the dice and um, never looked back. You know, we, we opened the doors officially May 1st, 2018, and it's just been WFO. You know, it's just been crazy. I mean, we're so blessed. We're so fortunate. Um, we have so many loyal customers, and I have projects for, for customers all over the country, you know, right now we're building bikes for guys in South Carolina, North Carolina, right. uh, Virginia. Yeah, it's man. I mean, I'm I just, I feel very fortunate. Well, and like, not only are you in the the motorcycle mecca, you know, f that comes in for a month out of the year, but you've built a cool spot. Oh like, yeah, yeah. What a cool space! And you the have. timing. Right. Yeah. I mean, like if a lot of us have been going to Sturgis for a long time, like 
even though there was some stuff that went on in Deadwood, Deadwood was always kind of a pain in the ass proposition. Like you had to set time aside to get to Deadwood, but now it's it's a destination in itself. You know, so like the the brilliance of the time that you got into that man and like and really put that down because you are you are at the crossroads of the fork of it all. You know, it's brilliant. It's uh it's funny because you know, Deadwood is a tourist town, and Deadwood loves their tourists. You know, and yeah, Chris, I know what you're talking about. There's been some situations, you know, but I'm here to tell you that, you know, Deadwood welcomes their tourists with open arms and loves loves having them there. You know, we see the motorcycle tourists. Here's a couple little statistics for you. You know, um, 60% of the visitors that come to Deadwood Excuse me. I just burped. 60% of the people that come to debt. Yeah, I'm a real guy. I, oh, don't edit man. That out. 60% of the people that come to Deadwood in June, July, August, and September are on motorcycles. Yeah. The motorcycle tourism, you know, and I look at it as this is my way to contribute, you know, to motors. Because what's, what's the worst thing in the world, right? You save up your money. You're going to make a motorcycle trip. And your bike breaks, you know. And so I've, you know, like I said, it, with us, it's all about the motorcycles. And I'm, I'm trying to create a destination here where bikers feel comfortable. You know, we work on knuckles. I mean, work on a flathead. I've got a flathead in the shop right now. Shovels, pans, Evos, it doesn't matter. If it's got Harley Davidson on the gas pedal, <clears throat> you know, we're going to help them out. And it was Yaffe's idea, actually, to name my in-house bar, the, the monkey, the monkey bar. bar. Yeah. It's the monkey bar. And so that's what we want. We wanted a place here where colors are welcome, you know, and, and everybody on a motorcycle would come in here. If you are, if you are uh, in Deadwood and you're on a bike, you can park in my parking lot, you know, parking's a thing in Deadwood. So I don't care. You know, I don't, I don't care what you're riding a BMW, Kawasaki, Harley, Triumph, it doesn't matter. If you're on a bike and you're in Deadwood and you want to stop and take in, you know, all the attractions, park your motorcycle in my lot. You know, that's the way we do it. Well, listen, on behalf of David Crum that brought it up, a bunch of the comments, you know, obviously all of us here in the studio, thank you for your service. But um, what was what was your method of service? Just out of curiosity. I was I was a Marine. I was a reconnaissance Marine. So uh, I was a reconnaissance marine, jump diver, uh, scout sniper, um, and uh, served with, you know, some of the greatest men that uh, ever walked this earth. And I, I, I'm honored, and 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 I feel like uh, you know it kind of, it, it, it I carry that with me, you know, every day. If you go into the Monkey Bar, you can see pictures of guys that I've served with, whether it be as a contractor or as a Marine active duty. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm humbled to be, you know, a part of that, that brotherhood. Where, where'd you do your training? I, well, I went, I was East coast guy, uh-huh. you know, uh, Paris Island for, for boot camp, And then, um, went to Amphib recon school up on, uh, Fort story, uh, Virginia, you know, um, obviously jump school in Fort Benning and, dive school in Panama city beach and South scout sniper school in camp Geiger, uh, North Carolina. Um, 
Yeah. So, so uh, I'm asking, of- I'm asking you all this not only because I want to give you credit for you know for for doing a good turn for everybody in this country that enjoys freedom, that enjoys the American way of life, and I appreciate that. But also from someone who grew up with a stepfather that was the original Paris Island Marine, like you know, rode the boat to the Bay of Pigs, like old wow. school Marine. Wow. I'm starting to paint a picture here, you know, like Paris Island, yeah, Marine, yeah, recon. You know, you're used to just jumping in the shit and seeing what happens. So all of a sudden, you just <laughs> relocate in your shop halfway across the country. After t- telling dying. Paul Don't Yaffe, forget. hey, After I'm going to get in that ass over some FXRs. <laughs> like. <laughs> Is that where they come in, yeah. like, all balls, no brains? Is that kind of like, I'm yeah, just, just yeah. asking, I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, ready, ready, fire, aim, that kind of thing. Yeah, That's no, awesome. absolutely. But, you know, the thing of it is, like, the FXR Friends Throwdown is, is uh, like I said, first of all, I'm humbled to be a part of it. And, yeah, it was my, it was my idea, but uh, it was just my idea to, to have, some friend with, or have some fun with my friend Paul you know, Yaffe. And, and it was clock actually that, you know, put the name on it, the FXR friends throwdown. And, and then we got law tigers involved. So, um, and, and let me tell you what law tigers doesn't do anything halfway, right? They don't, they don't do anything halfway. So, so I'm building a second FXR, uh, during the rally, uh, I, I scored an 85 FXR and Ari was here. And uh, so now, uh, while all the other, and I'm just going to put this out there, you know, while the all the other five builders are building one, I'm building two. No big deal, you know. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> no, wait a minute. See, you're that, gonna, that, you're that gonna, could almost be construed as a little smack talking. I'm just you're saying. You're going to bring the heat down too because <laughs> you were already pretty well on the way of your first one, though, right? I was. I uh-huh. was. That's that's what prompted me. You know, to talk to Paul and 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 just, but it was all for fun. And you know, the funny thing is, is is as Chris Heather, as you guys know, we have this group text message. Well, we also have a group text message with just the builders. Yeah. Okay. God, and I'd love. I think I kind of wish I was in on that one because oh I can God. only imagine. Oh gosh, it is hilarious. So the smack talking and the fun, and and then pe- and then the the boys, you know sending funny pictures each other and this and that. And, oh, it's just, it, you know, this is what it's all about, though. I mean, this is what it's all about. It's about motorcycles. It's about camaraderie. It's about brotherhood. It's about, you know, getting on two wheels and rolling with your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that. As soon as we lose sight of that, forget about it. Man. Forget so it. on top of building some cool bikes, there's talk of, you know, maybe some drag race action going on with this and you know we're all of us in the media part are super excited about where it's going to go but like i told you guys we're going to be the whole way through this we're going to be checking in with the builders we're going to bring you a lot of stuff on their progress as as this whole thing goes down right up until then and it's kind of cool because like by default we're kind of on the outskirts because we get to follow along, but you're building an FXR too, not bet, for the FXR not, throwdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not part let's of Let's put that uh-uh. out there. No smack talking. We're not but, part but, of it. Wait a minute, but wait a he is Chris, building an FXR right now. Chris, will you will you will you ride with us? Chris, will you oh, ride hell with yeah. us? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, ride with us into so so the, the FXR friends <laughs> throwdown is gonna uh, you know climax at 
Arizona Bike Week in 2022. Absolutely. And, and I really think that your FXR needs to be number eight. You know, because <laughs> no, we no. got the six six builders, and then the Law Tigers FXR is seven, and the Cycle Source FXR is number eight. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Sorry, honey. Nope. Yep. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll I'll be in spirit and ride, and we'll bring the FXR absolutely. But I, I can't I can't compete in a crowd like that for sure. I'd like yeah, seriously, <laughs> Nick Trask, Curtis Hoffman, oh, dude. Paul Yaffe, Brian Clock, Jason Mook. Like seriously, like hey, these are guys that like don't only make a part. Like it's not like yeah, they they can walk over to a motorcycle, they can handcraft parts for their bikes. They make a cool part that a thousand other people want to buy. Right? You know what I mean? Like what what were like, you thinking? We're using their parts to make our bike cool. Our bike cool. Like <laughs> so so you know what? I I'll tell you I'm going to give I'm going to give us I'm going to give a selfless plug, okay? Um and I I uh long ago I was working on FXR and you know the ignition switch has this chrome uh washer on it, a chrome nut, we'll call it, that takes a spanner wrench that no mechanic has. Okay? It doesn't exist. So you got to put that thing on with like a chisel, you know, and uh, and and a drift or whatever, you know, a hammer. And so I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> so I uh, I machined on my little Smithy lathe back there. I machined the first uh, what I call an Iggy nut, and uh, so it's a it's a it's a threaded nut that fits onto. Uh, original FXR ignitions and the ignition switches sold by uh, Drag and Custom Chrome and and Biltwell and Lowbrow and it fits all these ignition switches and I realized that uh, I was not very good at marketing so I gave it to uh, I gave it to Robbie from Alloy Art you know because Alloy Art is awesome. Yeah, the Iggy nut. That's what I, I did. I that's my million dollar idea. And uh and Robbie's like, oh man, I'm like, no, dude, I want this to go out to the world. You know, I want everybody in the world to see this and use it. And so you can take a 15 16 wrench or a 22 millimeter wrench and you can tighten down your ignition switch. And um I got a dealer account with X FXR division, and I saw the Iggy nut on there. And I gotta admit, there was just a little bit of, there was a little bit. I was I was blowing a little bit with pride. I was I was flattered. I'm like, yeah, that's it. So if you own an FXR, look, buy one of these Iggy nuts because it's fucking just awesome. They come in black, uh, stainless steel. They come in brass. See Robbie at Alloy Art. Chris, yeah. I'm gonna order you an Iggy nut. I want the Iggy nut. Because- no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Um, Heather, I'm going to send you an Iggy Nut. I'm oh, going to send you an I Iggy Nut. I just like nut. the name, Iggy Nut. <laughs> well, Ignition Nut was too boring. And, yeah. And so, yeah. So when you hear Iggy, Iggy Nut, like you're like the wheels start turning. Like, what the fuck is going on? So all you got to tell me is you want it in stainless steel or brass. What do you want? Brass. 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 You got it. It'll be on its way tomorrow. Okay. So listen, the reason I, the reason I brought you back up on this, Edge, is... Well, when 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 do you guys wrap this thing up? When is the final unveil? And this is when everybody has to be present with the bike at Arizona Bike Week, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. Arizona Bike Week. I don't know 
what day it is, but uh, the six of us, the six builders were talking about um, meeting up somewhere like in in Vegas or Winslow or somewhere, and the six of us are going to ride these FXRs, you know, handlebar to handlebar into into Arizona Bike Week. So Arizona Bike Week is in April, April 6th through 10, 2022. Okay. That's correct, yeah. So if that's happening in April... That means we're still going to have Sturgis and other opportunities. You know, throughout the summer, you'll be able to take these things everywhere, and I'm sure you guys will. But, Edge, this has got to be something. Like, we got to have these cats with these FXRs and do, like, a special burnout drag comp- competition for however many of you guys can show up at Smokeout. And we'll put together some ridiculous prize, and we'll have the, tr- you know, with the traditional Christmas tree and the whole deal, side by side burnouts through the gears for for the throwdown, like that. Oh, I like yeah. that. Huh? <laughs> All right, so so let's back up a second. So so you know, let FXRs kind of like uh, shovel heads or 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 choppers. And and Chris, by the way, I. It was so fucking sweet. Your that shovelhead chopper you got is timeless. Oh. And when you walked when you walked out into my parking lot and that thing fired off on the first first kick, I'm like, that's badass right there. That is bad. That is badass. I you were hanging with uh, Aaron Green and Mondo. Mondo and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, and thank you for coming to visit. I really, yeah. I, I, I really appreciate it. But um, you know, the thing about FXRs is they have. You know, there's a cult following. There really is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a little insane. Like I know one of the six builders for a fact, and I'm not gonna say which one, is is putting a twin cam, you know, drivetrain in an FXR. And to a lot of guys out there, that is sacrilegious, right? That is like you don't do that. You know, that's like uh I don't know, like fucking your cousin or something. Like you just <laughs> Just, Honey, don't you have a twin cam and an FXR for you? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm for not, real, but, he does. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, hey, but listen, no judgment. But I'm here. also, no, but I'm also from, a hot cousin, right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew, Chris, I knew that. I this knew how that, this show's I, going to hell in a handbasket oh, right here, <laughs> Chris. Just so you know, I knew that, and I was fucking with you a little bit. But yep. look, you know, the thing of it is, is that. Um, I have some hard and fast rules that I like to follow, right? Like, you know, if, if I'm doing a build with a knucklehead, it's got to be a rigid frame. It just it just has to. You know, like you can't put, you know, exposed shocks on that. You know, um, if it's a rigid, it should have a springer. You know, I mean, that's just the way I do and my, my messed up mind. But um, I think the cool thing about the FXR throwdown for at least some of those real purists, some of those folks that are really, you know, die hard on, you know, this and that, that like, keep an open mind, you know, just look at, I mean, Yaffe's been posting pictures of this just crazy, crazy raked and lay frame. And, you know, he's been, he's been doing that. Um, My guys, you know, we were having our meeting and they're like, Jason, why aren't we doing like, you know, an inverted front end, and why aren't you putting a, a, a drop-in 124 SNS and a, 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 a aluminum billet swing arm? 
And my point, and I'm not going to try to reveal too much, but you know, my my FXR, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to show people that what you can do with what's already there. Okay, so like I took the stock motor, bored the spigots, and use SNS four and a half stroker flywheels, and um, and I'm doing a 96 cubic inch out of original Harley cases. Okay, and and then uh, I sent the heads to Revolution Performance, you know, of course. But I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing like a crate SNS motor, and I'm not doing a I'm not doing a billet swing arm. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, nothing wrong with that. But I took the swing arm, and you know what I did? I put the Fabricator Kevin axle block uh, axle block adjusters on it. Yeah. I welded those. You know what I mean? And God. Can we just talk for a second about how fucking awesome Fabricator Kevin is? Dude. God, God, I love that guy. I mean, God, I love that. And he's just the nicest guy in the world, right? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. I I can't say enough about Fab Kevin. But so I took the custom cycle engineering, you know, uh, upgrade to the swing arm and with the pivot shaft. And so what I'm trying to do, and like I used original sheet metal, uh, you know, and then I just cut it up and, and modified it and welded it and put it all, you know. But what I'm trying to show is that, you know, you don't need to take those original FX, FXR parts and throw them in the trash. You know what I mean? You can take those original FXR parts and, and make them into something, you know, better, if you will. You know, does that make sense? Hey, Kurt, Curtis Hoffman just put up hashtag clapped out cop bike here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like Curtis is getting some real grief from the builders, from the other five of us, yeah, for taking a pristine, you know, I think it's a 1993 FXRP. Yeah, like it looked like that, it was perfect. Oh, it looks like it rolled off the showroom floor, and he's taking that thing and he's going to hack it. And I said, Curtis, look, just sell me that bike. I will send you a 1985 piece of shit. And you can hack that some bitch up, but don't don't do it, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> but you know, like I've seen Cur- what Curtis Hoffman does. Yeah, but and it like have at it, Cur- Curtis. Yep. Like you you got it all day. So I'm well, thinking, you know, I'm I'm thinking that th- this is going to be the deal. We're going to do the official smoke out FXR throwdown burnout drags, and we'll get a bag of prizes for every for every one of you guys that shows up. You know, all all kind of good shit. Everyone gets everyone gets you know a participation award for being there, and, and a monogrammed crack pipe for my new friends at Connecticut. Who could ask for more? Who could ask go for down more? the yeah. cape and pick up more of those, <laughs> dude. How about it? Have you seen? You know, th- listen in your in both of your states respectively. Have you seen shit like this? No, no. no uh, out here in but, South Dakota. Yeah, you know, as uh, as they said, meth. You know, we're on it, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't get into that. But I, I'm going to tell you that my my secret. You know, we. I'd be shocked if Nick didn't turbo his FXR. I mean, it's fucking trashed, right? I'm like right. Trashed, and I, I've ridden trashed turbo bikes, and uh, it makes your butthole pucker up a little bit. And I'm, but I'm going to tell you, um, like mine. My my ninety six. I'm running Bassani, uh, two and a one, of course. You know, uh, Revolution heads, and then all my insides, all my valve train, 
is fueling all the way, baby. I mean, that's that's just me. Like, I'm running a 594 cam, fueling race series lifters, uh, uh, fueling push rods. I did get Jim's roller rockers. I mean, a lot of a lot of builders out there will say, well, you know, what's the point if you can't see it, right? Like, if you can't see it on the outside, don't put it on the bike. But I'm going to tell you, when I was in the magazine business, or when I was a, a tech editor for the magazine, what would drive me crazy was I would see these big elaborate baggers uh, coming through American Bagger magazine, and I would look. The first thing I would look at is the fucking pushrod tubes. <laughs> and the pushrod tubes would be stock. Or I'd be like, bro, you put all this money into this crazy bodywork, and you got a, a stock points cover on that thing. Come on, man. I mean, so so with me, you know, you can't have – you just can't have a badass Mustang with a V6 in it, okay? If you're going to build a badass looker bike, to me, motorcycles are built around the motor, you know? So don't come rolling up here with this crazy body work or this crazy performance shit and it got a set of stock pushrod tubes. You better have a badass cam in that thing or cams. You better have head work. You know what I mean? Like you better you better be able to bring that thing. And that's what I'm doing. So I'm gonna smoke, I'm gonna smoke Yaffy's ass. I'm gonna oh. tell you. I don't, I don't, oh. see, no, no, here's my theory. Oh no, here's he did. Theory. Hashtag yeah. them fighting oh. words. <laughs> Wait, this comment thing is Paul on there? Here's my theory. Because Paul's bike, Paul's going to have a badass motor in his bike. I mean, let's just face it. It's Paul fucking yappy. But his bike's going to be really heavy, okay? Going to have a lot of weight to it. And my bike's going to be super light. That almost translates to all show and no go. I'm just saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Knowing yappy, it'll be like a 156 cubic inch motor. But, (laughs) I mean... No, I, I, but I'm just saying that if you're building bikes out there to whoever's listening, okay, don't just do the, you know, just do the cake decorating, man. Do the motor, you know, get in there, break out a manual, figure it out, you know, do your research, talk to folks like Luke Leatherman from Fueling, talk to the the folks at SNS and at Gyms and at Listen, Revolution. I know, I know your intention. Jason Mook smoking Paul Yappy's ass October 13th. Got it. Dude, listen, I'm telling you, I know your intentions are good here, but you realize that I'm I'm the media, right? Like, And you didn't say anything about this is off the record or don't print this. I'm taking this whole show. Like right now, Heather's already behind me downloading the show. We're going to edit the hell out of it. Yeah, we're going to cut up every comment just there and wait till you see the shit we're coming out with for social media out of this. It's going to be just like mainstream media. We're going to hack it until it's what we want. I love it. I love it. I don't care. Listen, Paul Yaffe is like uh, is like my big brother. I mean, it really like we're staying at his house during Arizona Bike Week. Of course, maybe not after this podcast there, but we're staying at Paul's house. And I got to tell you, like I idolize, uh, you know, without making it weird, I, I, I look up to him, you know, because the guy is just a fucking genius. But yes, that's my goal. Kurt, go Curtis to- Hoffman is making a T-shirt. Mook is going to smoke Yaffe's ass. I think that's what it's going to say. <laughs> yeah. Right, Curtis? Well, you know what? If you remember... You know, if you remember way back, 
Okay, I'm going to take you guys back a little bit, about 20 years. All right. Remember when Paul Yaffe was on a biker build-off with Indy and Larry? Yeah. And, and they were on like a, a, a FaceTime call. If they, I don't think there was FaceTime back then, no. but they were on a call and they were talking with the producer <clears throat> or whatever. And, of course, Yaffe's putting a 124 in his bike and, you know, Indy and Larry's doing a panhead shovelhead combination, but... One thing about Yaffe's bikes is, and I, I make no bones about it, his bikes are, the, they're fucking bad. I, the, the best road glide I ever rode was his Golden Rule bike. But here's the deal. If I don't aspire to beat Paul Yaffe, then I'm just a fucking chump. That's the way I look at it. I mean, if I don't, if I don't want to beat Paul Yaffe's bike, and like I said, his bike's going to be really big, it's going to be really heavy, I'm predicting it's going to weigh like 1,500 pounds. My little 450-pound FXR. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to bring it. <laughs> why do you Why do you got to put that sound tag on there? Come on. Uh, uh, oh, this is going to be good. I, where's my popcorn? <laughs> so, uh... That's going to wrap up our show for tonight. Make sure you tune in next week when we have Paul Yaffe on. (laughs) Curtis, add me to the builder text. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. So good. All right, man. Well, listen, tell tell everybody where they can uh, they can keep up to date on this. You know, obviously, through CycleSource and Torque, we're going to be bringing everything that we can about it. But, you know, you guys, I'm sure, are going to have a lot of activity going on is there is there any one social media that like have has law tigers put together like a fxr throwdown page or well i i want to put a couple things out to you first of all the hashtag uh and you can follow everything with a hashtag the hashtag is uh fxr friends throwdown right and and it doesn't matter where you go you're gonna find that but we have some pretty exciting things okay (laughs) So uh, Memorial Day weekend, I met Karen Davidson, all right, uh, the great-granddaughter of William A. Davidson, the founder of Harley, one of the founders of Harley Davidson, and Karen is interested in this. And, and while, you know, we were, you, a, a little bit ago, you were talking about, you know, kind of what's next, uh, what we're tentatively talking about, okay, is that y- if you haven't heard yet, Yaffe is making an FXR frame that takes a 2017 and later M8 drivetrain. Yes. There you go. Oh, yeah. So the the initial discussion is, after we get through this FXR fun, we're going to all get FXR M8 frames from Yaffe and, and, and some M- M8 drivetrains, and we're going to build these bikes and unveil them at Sturgis 2022 right here in Deadwood, South Dakota, at the Outlaw Square. Nice. Oh, that's awesome! I think you should outlaw him at the at Burt Baker's Run What You Brung Drag Night. Hey, maybe that's maybe those are the bikes that end up at the Smokeout Burnout Drags. But listen, real quick, Mark Persichetti, I can't even keep up with him. This week's show was brought to you by PBR. He also said, <laughs> "Well, the Affliction shirt and bedazzled jeans make up for all the motor work you can't see." <laughs> 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 Drew Woodford says, I look good going slow. Hashtag slow bikes are fun, too. <laughs> Our friends are a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> but we love them. Oh, my God. I love it. 
All right. Well, listen, both of you guys, thank you so much for taking time with us tonight. Um, everyone, go check out the FXR Friends Throwdown. Um, see us at Willie's. Be there for 2 o'clock at Willie's and Send Biketoberfest. Send us your toast. Send us your toast. We're looking for the Toastmaster. Edge, drive it home. Tell them. Yeah. Man, I, absolutely. It's going to be a great time. We've got to have a beer together. It's been too long. It's time for a family reunion. We'll see you at October 14th. And did 13th, we, whatever that Thursday is. Did we mention what we're talking about here is when we get done with Smoke Out 21, we start announcing the plans for 22, which Smoke Out is moving back to Salisbury. We're going back to the place that was so iconic, so responsible for so much of this. Like everything came out of that spot. It was the epicenter of the pulse of the chopper community and so many people's careers and everything that came out of that. And that's, you know, give it up to this man right here because the, the biker build off that Jason was just talking about. Yep. The very first one with was, was filmed right there at the smoke out when it was still a pilot. And then they decided to spin off the series. It all came out of the smoke out. Yeah. Sir. Um, yeah. We're, we're excited that it's going back to the place where that all started. Um, and that's Chris, Chris's foresight there, Chris and Heather, just realizing what needs to be done and and getting back to a place that has just a terrific energy. Sometimes going backwards is a good thing. Now, see? You mean like Jason after he said that about Paul? (laughs) No, no, that was backing the fuck up. That was (laughs) back. That was, did I use my my outside voice? I didn't say that. I didn't mean to say that. All right, man. Well, listen, thanks, guys. Thanks for being here with us tonight. We'll catch up with both of you again real soon. Take hey, care. Thanks, Thank for, you thanks very for much having me. You guys are thanks awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Obviously, we have uh, all of their all of their social media. Heather's going to put up a, a tag or a, a link for you guys. Hashtag Mook Smokes Yaffe. <laughs> Don't do it to him. I'm Don't sorry. Don't do it to him. So, yeah, Deadwood Custom Cycles. Make sure you follow Jason at Deadwood Custom Cycles on Facebook, uh, on his YouTube page. Hashtag FXR Friends Throwdown. Yep. Um, And uh, we want to personally thank um, Ari and everybody over at Law Tigers for getting behind this thing because it's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, build build along with these cats, man. The the performance thing is going nuts, and, you know, they're going to be everywhere with them. So we'll see you out there, too. Uh, in the meantime, I want to remind you guys you're watching Shop Talk. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, we go live with this show, thanks to the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Um, we come live with 90 to 120 minutes, all the two-wheeled bullshit we can fit, some information, some news, a couple laughs along the way, and um, we even have some products like this one right here. Hey, this is Chris with CycleSource Magazine, Grease and Gears Garage, with a new product spotlight. Today's new product spotlight is on the SNS Chrome 2-into-1 Super Street 50-state exhaust system. These are for soft tail models from 2018 and up. You can see on the header pipe back here, stainless steel construction. The uh, larger O2 ports, so you can go with the larger O2s or the stock O2 O2 sensors. Um, all of the components of the of the exhaust system are heat shielded for blueproof design. Even at the crossover, you can see they have this piece here. The high flow catalyst from SNS, nice piece. 
There's the trademark logo, the cool tips. This comes complete with all the mounting hardware, everything you need for that. Mounting brackets. They do tell you that motorcycles with mid controls will need a brake pedal kit, so you'll want to look into that. You can check these out in more detail today at DennisKirk.com. They come in at a retail of $13.38.24. You can tell them the guys at Grease and Gears Garage sent you. Until next time, this is Chris with New Product Spotlight. track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt you can see how bad these guys want it the race to the line for us racing is not for the trophies or the glory we compete because it makes everything we do faster more durable and tested to a higher standard for sns racing is the ultimate in proven performance and we've been proving it since 1958 Hey, what's happening? It's Xavier with Providence Cycle Works, and you're watching Shop Talk. We're ready to race. What's your strategy? Go fast. <laughs> the fueling name has been associated with racing and high-performance engines since 1974, when founder Jim Fueling started fueling the flames. From Daytona to Monaco, from the Bonneville Salt Flats to the Indy 500, fueling is here to compete. Look for the flying pig to run up front this year with pilot Ben Bosco. Fueling. No bullshit, just performance. Okay, welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Studio. Appreciate you guys taking the ride with us uh, Sunday night here in the Cycle Source Magazine Mobile Command Center. We're back on the road doing our shows from the road. You can catch Shop Talk every Sunday at 9 p.m. Torque Thursdays at 9 p.m., both on the East Coast. And, uh, you know, might even be some complimentary gifts as we travel across the country and find weird shit um what is shop talk if you guys are just tuning in this is a program we do every sunday it goes out through about 15 different social media channels we go live with it so you guys have an opportunity to comment and you can see over here Though all the comments that are coming in from you guys, wherever you're watching this from, if you want to participate in the show, all you have to do is put your comments up wherever you're watching. If it's Facebook, if it's YouTube, throw your comments up in the comment section. They come in there. We try to get to them throughout the show. 90 to 120 minutes of all the two-wheel bullshit we can fit, some entertainment. We have some guests on. We do some feature bikes. Start the whole thing off usually, but tonight it's at the end with a program we call The News. Oh, we're doing The News? That's right. I just want to go over a couple things real quick in the news tonight so we don't leave this completely out. Big news from BRL this week. The second round of Bagger Racing League has been announced, secured Sonoma Raceway, Sonoma, California. Round two of the Battle of the Baggers is coming to Sonoma, California, December 10th through the 12th, 2021. This event is an emotionally charged showdown as a true American motorcycle battle. It 
as motorcycles battled out and display a historic road racing excellence as the famed rivalry between Indian versus Harley Davidson is challenged across four exciting classes. So congratulations to them. Um, I know a lot of Tigers came in in a big way to, to make sure that this was happening. We want to give them big thanks for supporting something that's kicking ass for all of us. Uh, plan ahead. This is in from Adventure Rider. Ride the World. Plan ahead tickets to Daytona 200 on sale now. Cheap tickets to fun motorcycle racing. Ready to go. Daytona 200 will happen in March 2022, and you might want to be there for it. Organizers have already made the tickets available online for the event, which will take place March 12, 2022. Um, lane filtering. This is code for lane splitting. By motorcyclists in Montana is now legal. Dig that. Great Falls, Montana became the third state to legalize lane filtering with Governor Greg Gianforte signing a bill March 21 that legalized it under certain conditions. I have a question. Okay. How much traffic is there in Montana? Hey, listen. I'm just curious. <laughs> Just, lane filtering is good. I'm okay with it too. I mean, is it filtering between the cattle or like the longhorns? You know, or? you now listen. You're you're opening yourself up to a I'm little sorry. to a little hate mail. I, hey, I wait a minute. I love Montana. I am not complaining. It is one of the most beautiful states I've ever had the pleasure of riding in. I was just wondering about the traffic patterns. All right. Also in the news. Um, Triumph Motorcycles sign on to support the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride until 2027. We wanted to send a big shout out to Triumph for this as that uh, that event is so near and dear to so many of us, but especially Heather. Heather wanted to give you guys the thanks for that, for supporting a, uh, a cause that she is personally... Yeah. If you don't know about it, go check it out, distinguishedgentlemanride.com. Um, it does a lot of good for a lot of people. It's a fun. It's a fun event, and uh, just just go check it out. We're not going to cry tonight, so nope. move on. In from Channel News Seven, uh, Thunder Beach coming in October, Panama City. It's that time of year when the rumbling starts kicking in. Thunder Beach organizers say this year's rally is a go. We're having an event. Just got the permit approved by the city manager. Said Joe Biggs, president of Thunder Beach Productions. So Thunder Thunder Beach. Get ready. And I have to give them a lot of credit because they got the event proved in less than 30 days prior to the event happening. Like this event is going to happen at the end of this month. Most people at this point, I think, m probably would have scrapped it and been like, all right, we're just going to hold on and do it in 2022. But they want to come back and they want to give the people what they've been waiting for. So, yep. you know, more power to them for moving forward with it because it's a risk. Good man, Joe. <clears throat> so we were talking about Smoke Out tonight. Um, make sure you check out Smoke Out on Instagram, Facebook, and the website will be launched any minute now as we all get ready for the shenanigans that happen at Willie's. Can you say that again? Shenanigans. Sh sh uh, sh yeah. Hey, look, Blondie, over to you. We're going to take a look at some events around the country before we wrap this one up and bring it into the station. So I can't see. Go. I can't see. All right. What do you so mean? You I think can't that's see? Barbara Vintage Fest. That's next weekend um, in Barbara. I would love to go to that Barbara Museum. Hopefully, we may have somebody there. If you're going to be there, call me. I could use some pictures, some video. Looking Let for a know. field force. Looking for a field reporter. No qualifications necessary. No. <laughs> Virginia City Roundup, Virginia City. 
Nevada. That is put on by our friends over at Chopper's Magazine. October oh. 8th, 9th. Yep, Truck and Chopper Show. And the Congregation Show, Charlotte, North Carolina, next weekend. Again, Field Reporter wanted if you can take pictures and hold a cell phone, give me a holla. Salt City Flat Track, October 9th. There's a lot of stuff yeah, going buddy. on next weekend. I, you studded like me. Oh. Chopper time. Sorry, chopper time. World's greatest chopper show. Thursday, October 14th at Willie's Tropical Tat 825 South Young Street in Ormond Beach, Florida. 2 p.m. is the Toast to Smoke Out 21. We're looking for a Toastmaster for that. Send us your submissions um, on DM, email, snail mail, Western Union. I don't know. Um the, the chill. The chill in Wichita, Kansas, put on by our good friends Larry and Karen Moore Moore Customs. Um, it looks like their presenting so- sponsor is Big Dog Motorcycles. Um, there's going to be a pro invitational. Our good friend, Mr. Pat Jansen, is going to be hosting show out that. There, right? Absolutely. Go give Big Pat Bear a hug for us. Um, the Moto, Moto Beach, Beach Classics Classic. back. How about that? Yeah, Roland Sands pulling that one out uh, again last minute. He puts on a great event. Um, surf, sand, two wheels. It's going to be a killer day. That's October 23rd. Roscoe's Chili Challenge in Lakeland, Florida. That's October 4th through 6th. Um, 36th I've, annual, dude. Yeah, How about it? I like chili. I like Florida. Unfortunately... <laughs> Um, we're not going to be there. Fuel Cleveland, uh, the guys over, Mikey Revolt, um, you may know him through Lowbrow. He puts on a beautiful show. Um, that's going to be November 6th in the Cleveland area. Please go to fuelcleveland.com for more information on that. Here and comes Lone Star, baby. Da, 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 the Lone Star Rally. Yeah, this <laughs> evening's uh, Cycle Source Shop Talk event pages are brought to you by the Lone Star Rally. Tons of stuff going on out there. And if you haven't been, I suggest highly that you check out this show. Four to 600,000 people enter this. Weekend. I love oh, rounding dude. out our year there. Absolutely. So on Friday, November 5th, we have um, our sister publication, the inaugural Torque Performance Magazine Performance Bike Show is going to be at Henley Green, right in the heart of the Strand. No admission necessary. No crybabies allowed. Show us what you got. $500 cash prize, and there's going to be some featured builders that are going to be on site. Some big names. We'll be announcing that stuff as we get a little bit closer. Uh, fr- again, also on Friday, over on the other side of the island, on the corner of Seawall and 21st, are the old time biker rodeo games, and they mean business. So bring your A game. And uh, show us what you got. Championship belt on the line for that. Again, no cost to enter. No crybabies allowed. You just got to be able to to roll the paces. Right on. Our bike show is going to be the last event that we have for tonight, Saturday, November 6th, at the Lone Star Rally, Seawall Side, Beach Central, riding custom bike show. Also, $500 cash prize on the line. Best of show gets a full feature in Cycle Source Magazine. Some 30 classes that are there. Awards at 430. Please join us. Check them out today at LoneStarRally.com. Saturday night, November 6th. I don't have a poster for this one, but Black Smoke Sinners are going to be playing That's on right. the seawall stage. And if you don't know, Chris is the bass player for the Black Smoke Sinners, oh, along some- with his good brother, uh, Javier Muriel from Buck Cherry fame and... 
Robert Wagner, a phenomenal frontman. Two of the most amazing guitar players I've ever played with in my life, Mr. Jake Sherrard and David Beeson. It's a killer band. We have a lot of fun. So oh, classic come rock party revival at us. its finest. Yes, sir. I'm slightly biased. Sorry. And, so, oh, Sons of Speed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chris is risking life and limb oh, sh- on behalf of it's Tom not, Keeper. Listen, Sons of Speed is not about me, but you can go to Eventbrite and get your tickets <clears throat> now for Sons of Speed. Um Absolute brilliance. You know, I, I think back to when Billy first came up with this idea and how much he went through to, to get it all up and running. It's incredible. You guys don't want to miss your opportunity to see this thing. So check them out at Eventbrite. Um, I think they have their own event page or they their do. own I'm Facebook throw page. That up now. Tell them. So Chris gets to race in the same class as Jody Perowitz, Yeah. which is awesome. Tell them what you said. Well, and I'll tell them what you said. So. At the Cape this weekend, Heather's telling everybody, oh, Chris doesn't have a prayer. He's screwed. He's in Jody's that, that, class. No. Yeah, that's what you no, said. No, not that's even what you close. Said. Not even close. God. So I said, hey, look, I'm not afraid to wreck a motorcycle in front of Jody Perowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer uh, right now is going, what? <laughs> huh? What? No. All right, Blondie, let's take it home. All right. We miss Mark. Mark, please come back to us next week. Mark, from now on, you're just going to have to stay with us all the time. (laughs) Oh, right on, man. So, uh, listen, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us Sunday nights. Shop Talk time. We try to end your week or get you started, whichever way it falls for you. But, uh, you know, go out, do something with the motorcycle, man. Life is too short. The world's crazy. We talked about that today. And uh, until we all get the willies and get together for a monumental toast, Smoke Out 21. Please be kind to each other. Take care of each other. Go ride the damn motorcycle. We'll be back next week. Same chopper time. Same chopper channel. I can't believe I'm going to have to say this for You have to say time. it for him. you got to say it like him, though. Well, how does he? He says, he like leans in and says, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs>